You are listening to Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes with the aim of real interaction with a small class and a teacher who is experienced in his or her field. On top of standard elementary to high school classes, we also have tutoring, special needs, and academic advising. True North also offers self-paced courses consisting of everything from 3D modeling to culinary arts. We strive to build a community that is real as possible in spite of digital format. Our students write each other, joke with each other, and their teachers. We come from a Judeo-Christian worldview with the ultimate aim of honoring God and preserving Western culture. True North, stay true. I am super excited to have with us here today, Laura Sherwood. Dr. Laura Sherwood is the Director of Leadership and Associate Professor at John Witherspoon College. She also serves as an online professor for CSU Global, Colorado State University, and ORU, Oral Roberts University. Upon graduation from Oral Roberts University, she worked for five radio stations and two television stations in various capacities. Sherwood earned her Master of Arts in Education with an emphasis in communication from the University of Nebraska in Kearney and her PhD from Regent University in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Dr. Sherwood was awarded first place nationally for the BEA, Broadcast Education Association Faculty Interactive Multimedia Competition, quote unquote, KLPR 91.3 FM website, unquote. And in another national competition, she won first place for a paper she wrote on technological changes in the digital age. Sherwood is credited with several publications and has been the presenter for papers at both the BEA and the NCA, National Communication Association. In 2012, she received the Christian Worldview Alumni Award from ORU. Dr. Sherwood has a passion for teaching and is privileged to teach at the University of Nebraska, Oral Roberts University, and Colorado State University Global. Additionally, she assists her husband in Sherwood Consulting Service Incorporated, a fundraising and executive search firm serving nonprofits. So I am so excited to have Dr. Laura Sherwood with us today on the podcast and she teaches leadership at John Witherspoon College. I'll, I'll put the links in the show notes for you to go check out this awesome school um, where kids are graduating um, with world leadership abilities debt-free from an accredited college. So I'm excited to share that resource with you. And also, get, uh, Dr. Laura Sherwood teaches leadership at JWC and has taught at other schools and colleges as well. And I'm really excited to have her here today to talk about a couple things. Why leadership? And I would love for you to just tell your story about how you even got involved in leadership and teaching leadership. So tell us about how you got involved in leadership. And, and I mean, is this a major kids can take in college? And why, why would they? Yes, it absolutely has just exploded. And it is something that um, students can take as a major. But uh, Lisa, before I get started, I do have to tell you, uh, I am a college professor, and when I began my career at a, the first university was the University of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the majority of students who attend there are um, public school students. Mm-hmm. But I would have the privilege and once in a while of having a homeschooled student. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, This is just my own personal experience. Now I've had over 20 years of teaching experience in the public schools and uh, so if you want to call them secular universities and a couple Christian universities, uh, all of them fully accredited. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
And the homeschooled students were by far the highest academically. And I would hear before that experience, I have raised three daughters of my own. Oh, well, homeschooling, your, your kids aren't going to be socially adept. My experience is that's a bunch of baloney. Uh (laughs) I have found the homeschool students to be superior in their social adeptness as well as academically. Mm -hmm. So I just want to start out by um, commending you and encouraging you and telling you that I am very pro-homeschool. That is really validating. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's to start out. And I had never planned on being, and this will kind of leadership here in a minute, um, planned on being a professor or uh, even earning my PhD. Uh, uh, my dream, what I started out as, uh, believe it or not, a DJ at a country western station. <laughs> and just between you and me, I guess everyone will hear this who listens to it. I hate country western music, <laughs> but um, that was the position that opened up for me. My major was in media, and I just wanted to make a difference uh, for Christ in media, because as you know, our our kids and uh, all of us are just in this culture inundated with media, and I thought if we could have a Christian influence, that would be outstanding. Mm -hmm. So that was my beginning at a country western station as a DJ, and uh, but my ultimate goal and dream was to be a full-time mom and uh, wife, wife and mom. And one goes with the other. (laughs) I don't care what our culture says in the secular field. Anyway, uh, so when I married, I shared that with my husband, who is a wonderful, uh, outstanding Christian man, young man at that time. And fortunately, he fully supported me. He said, I will, um, you know, work hard so that you can stay home full time. And I'm not saying uh, that that's for everyone or that that's the only godly thing to do. But in my case, I felt like that was what I was called to do. So it, it's a long story, longer story than we wanted to take up on this time so we can get to leadership. But um, a series of events led me into pursuing my uh, education, higher degrees later in life. And eventually, I ended up and landed uh, teaching at the University of Nebraska, as I said. Uh, That was an incredible experience. I'm absolutely passionate about teaching. I love teaching. Fast forward, and uh, we are now in the Rapid City area, South Dakota, and I am teaching online for Colorado State University but really missing being in the classroom. And I heard about this small college, John Witherspoon College. So I did some research, checked it out. The next thing I knew is they said, you know, we have an opening for a director of leadership. And at first I panicked because I thought, even though I have all this rich experience teaching at the university level, leadership, was not my major. My major was, and my PhD is in media and communication. But this is where it leads to leadership and is one of the soft skills, as you mentioned. As I began doing research on leadership and what a leader is, uh, my favorite 
expert on leadership is John Maxwell. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, yeah. But he, uh, his definition for the most powerful, potent leaders is someone of influence. This means that every single person can be a leader or is a leader. The question is, what kind of leader do you want to be? So that's how I landed here, Director of Leadership at uh, John Witherspoon College, and I realized I have been a leader without even realizing it, and homeschool moms, homeschool dads, uh, are leaders, and shaping our future generation in a powerful way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so how do you teach leadership? I mean, can you actually instill, uh, and can you grade on leadership? I mean, how do you even go about doing that? <laughs> you know, every... uh University and college has certain standards and rubrics for grading students, which uh, fortunately or unfortunately um, fall into quizzes and written reports and those kinds of uh, things. But I think the best way to learn is by example. First of all, the first question I asked them on the first day of class is, do you consider yourself a leader? Mm. And it is a required course. The fundamental leadership course is required at John Witherspoon College. I think that's terrific. I think a basic leadership class should be uh, required at every university because, uh, again, whether we realize it or recognize it, every one of us are leaders. And so the textbook that I use is uh, John Maxwell. It's a recent publication, I like to use things that are up to date, and it's uh, Developing a Leader Within You 2.0. Mm -hmm. It was published in 2018, and he goes through the five levels of leadership. So, yes, I do use the basic rubrics of um, quizzing and um, test-taking and so forth. Mm -hmm. But I also have the students study who – Think about who's a leader that they uh, admire and respect. And it can be someone famous, such as John Maxwell, Mother Teresa, you name it, but also someone personally that they know who is a leader. And after I've defined leadership and broadening their perspective to include themselves as a powerful leader or potential powerful leader, quite often they will pick um, a friend, but often they'll pick their dad or mom because that's who's influenced them the most. And then we go on to discuss how do you define a good leader or a bad leader and um, go from there. Mm -hmm. So, and this is something parents can do at home, especially as our kids are getting up into high school years, is just having them be aware of leaders. Um, and, and we talked about this in one of the other, um, episodes that we did of just sitting around the dinner table, having dinner together and talking about the news. And you can just definitely incorporate conversations about what makes a good leader, what makes a, a poor leader and who do we, who do we know at the personal level, but also the, the national or even international level and how are they influencing the world for good or not for good? Yes. And 
what I love so much about the whole gospel message is that God's scale and perspective is opposite ours. Um, he who is the least is the greatest in the kingdom of God. And we're, we're going to be surprised at who had the most influence, I think, when we get into eternity as to who are, who were the ones who really impacted our culture and society. Mm-hmm. And, um, just an example is <laughs> during my quiet time the other day, I had heard some horrendous things going on in the news and, um, I, I like to stay informed, but there is a balance of taking in too much, uh, just the evil that's going on, the persecution around worldwide and the poverty and all those things. But as I sat there and meditated, I, and I was praying, I felt like the Lord spoke to my heart and said, but you don't know all the wonderful, positive, powerful, uh, movement that my spirit is doing in the lives of people around the world in preparation for my return. And that really hit me that, you know, things are going on behind the scenes. And as we're in tune with his Holy Spirit and following his direction for us personally, every single person listening to this podcast, every single person on this earth is significant to God and has a plan and a purpose for being a leader in their sphere of influence, whatever that may be. I love that. Like, you know, one of the verses that has hit me so powerfully over my life is don't despise the small things, especially yes. if we're home raising kids. We, we're surrounded by small things. I mean, people yes. are little people. And right. it feels like sometimes those days are wasted and we could be yes. making such a greater impact. But there is um, there's so much power in, in really um, doing what we're called to do even if it seems so small. And I love yes. the fact that you're just saying, you know, none of what we're doing, if we're doing that for the Lord, it's not a waste. And yes. we don't, we don't see behind the scenes. Yeah. Yes. I have that hanging up on my wall in my office, that mm-hmm. verse, do not despise the day of small beginnings. Uh-huh. Because again, um, God sees it all. And we, I don't want to get off the subject here, but that comes to mind with, um, you know, abortion <laughs> and how, you know, the enemy sees the beginning and he wants to snuff that life out immediately. Mm-hmm. But God sees the potential and he sees the future of every person. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Satan's plan is, of course, death, but God's plan is life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love that. I love it. So, I mean, my next question was, why is leadership important? Which you just actually <laughs> just answered. But mm-hmm. what, any other practical tips you can share with parents, especially about how to just train our kids to be aware of the leader that they are and how to how to direct them on a path for good? Um, yes. Well, in John Maxwell's book, he has five levels of e- leadership identified. And as parents, we can look at these uh, five levels of leadership. And starting at the bottom is position. That is the bottom level of leadership. And some people would say, well, they would place it in our uh, society. Oh, that should be the top because you are there by position. And what that means is, for example, using the extreme case, is uh, Hitler took control 
without permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but he had a position. Was he a good leader? Obviously not. So there are people who are often put in positions that may not necessarily be um, positive. But as parents, we obviously have the position of the mom or the dad. We are given that position by God when we conceive and have that child. But that's not the position we want to stay in is position. (laughs) We want to move to the next level, which is permission. And this is where people follow you because they want to. So your children want to follow you. They want to be like their parents. And when they're little, and if you're even a halfway decent parent, as you recall, your children look up to you and idolize you. Well, (laughs) that starts to change, especially in high school. You know, they start to use their critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. And they may not be so much apt to follow you because they want to. In fact, they may rebel. And I, we all know godly Christian parents who have in my opinion, done everything right, and still their children don't follow them. Well, what's what's the difference, you know, or how can we uh, encourage them or foster them to move up to the next level? Well, the next level is production or results. People follow you because what you of what you have done for them. Mm. So, you know, I there is a I don't believe obvious, you know, I really do believe that discipline is important. But you cannot love your child enough. And Mm. our love for our children is just, at least for me, just overwhelming. And I would, you know, when they're going through a hard time, I think I'm going through it even more. When they're going through a good time, I'm rejoicing even more than them, I feel like, sometimes. But then you move on to the next uh, level of people development. People follow you because what you have done for them And the final one is pinnacle, which people follow you because of who you are and what you represent. So the pinnacle in parenting is, in Christian terms, we would say effective discipleship. If I'm not having a daily quiet time and I tell my children, you need to have a daily quiet time. If I'm not eating healthy healthy foods and I tell them, you need to eat your salad, you can't leave the table, and I'm eating whatever, (laughs) fatty foods, you know, the choices that I make and the life that I live is the most best example I can give my kids. Mm -hmm. And so in leadership, John Maxwell has given us the formula for being, quote, the perfect parent. By instructing us, you know, if we are everything that God has called us to be and we're, and you know, we, we lose this this time of the year. In fact, I gave a talk yesterday at John Witherspoon College and I, I always pray about what to share when I'm asked to give those talks. And what came to my mind during this Christmas season is we are so incredibly busy and every year I battle it. And the cares and riches and pleasures of this world, where it talks about in scripture, that parable of choking out the word is especially heightened this time of year. Mm-hmm. So this is a time of year when we want to be an example of taking the time to rest, taking the time to reflect. We don't have to do everything that our culture tells us we need to do at Christmas. Um, for example, my brother and his family 
they don't give any gifts. They wait until, and I'm not saying that that's wrong or you shouldn't do that. They wait until after Christmas when everything's half price and everything's slowed down. Mm -hmm. And so they celebrate Christmas a few days after Christmas. And it takes off a lot of the stress, a lot of the expectations that others tell them, oh, no, you know, you're doing it wrong. Well, no, if that's, you know, specifically the way that you can balance and be an example to your children or Another uh, way is, you know, there are, I just talked with a couple last night who said, um, we know a man who we got to talking with him and we found out that last year around this time, his wife died of cancer and they only had one daughter and she was killed in an accident. So he has no one this Christmas and that's not uncommon. There's a lot of hurting people and people who Christmas does not have happy memories. So Again, our first priority is to our family, but then being an influence and being an example, a leader to our children by determining, all right, what are our priorities over this Christmas season? Mm -hmm. Are we putting Christ first personally? And then that automatically, you know, as you know, our, our children, when they're young, they're little sponges, but they never stop being sponges. Even my adult daughters, you know, I know are still observing me, still, you know, watching me and seeing how am I adjusting to em being an empty nester? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, my God still is working and um, expanding my horizons and we never stop learning. And we are uh, leaders again to our children in many ways without even realizing it. But the key to being an effective leader is personally, how are we doing mm -hmm. uh, in every way, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And as we know, uh, as we seek the kingdom of God first, mm -hmm. um, then that is, has a ripple effect as far as being an effective leader. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, so many, gosh, I just took two pages of notes. <laughs> <laughs> so much great stuff in there. Um, really about just attend to yourself and what God's calling you to do and, and do it with as much fervor and passion as you can muster. And that's really, um, great leadership right there. So I th thank you so much. This is a lot to think about. Anything you would like to leave our listeners with? Yeah. I mean, you have done a lot. <laughs> it's, it's the cr Christmas season. I, this devotional just really jumped out at me. This is from a little um, devotional that actually I received as a gift called The Christmas Code by O.S. Hawkins. And I love it because it's just short, <laughs> but it has a lot of meat to it. So this one is from Luke 2.6. It says, so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. It says, look in the middle of the nativity and you will find a little family. Christmas is about family. God entrusted his own son to a human family just like yours. He could have circum circumvented the family, but he didn't. God put his own stamp of approval on family. Family is important to God. Think about it. He instituted the family long before he did the church. He placed his own son in a family with relationships and domestic responsibilities. So Jesus was raised in Nazareth in a family unit. And I just thought that was 
really something to think about this Christmas season. Mm-hmm. How all of us, there's no accident that even if we have irritating relatives, <laughs> it's we no all have irritating relatives. <laughs> <laughs> it's no accident that God placed us in the family He placed us in. And I have to say, I don't want to flatter you or expand your head too much, but you have done an outstanding job with your son, uh, Ethan. He is one of those homeschool students that, uh, as I brush shoulders with him, is just uh, an amazing uh, young man. He's socially adept. He's, you know, if I, I didn't, even if I didn't know his parents, I would have not been surprised at the quality of education that he received from you and the uh, incredible leader I believe he will become and already is among his peers as I uh, watch him engage with them at John Witherspoon College. Oh, wow. That, well, thank you for that. That obviously <laughs> gets me a little choked up. I, I just think the world of him too. And I, he is loving JWC. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, such a great school and so community focused. And it is so hard for kids nowadays finding yes, a community yeah. that, um, that they can relate to. Um, I yes. could, I could ask you so many more questions. We might have to do another podcast together because, um, <laughs> I have more to ask, <laughs> but I, I really appreciate your being on the, on the show today, especially I know it's busy, um, right before Christmas. And I think what you shared is so encouraging to so many parents. Just be faithful and, keep fighting the good fight. And and we know it's hard because the enemy just wants to take all of us out, um, especially those of us who proclaim Christ. But mm-hmm. keep fighting, Mama. Father Sherwood. And we will talk to you later. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for listening to Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes and self-paced courses. We also offer special needs and struggling learners tutoring, as well as orienteering and academic advising. To True North, stay true.